Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tim, great to be on with you. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell me, first of all, let's talk about the extent of the problem. You're telling me 60% of all violent crime in Georgia gang related, however, we go about determining that. Uh, flesh that one out for us. Uh, what, what do we do with that data point? Well, it, not only is it 60% of all violent crime, in 2017-2018 timeframe, Tim, the Georgia Gang Investigators also did a survey around the state. They asked every county, are you seeing signs of gang activity? And 157 of Georgia's 159 counties reported that they were seeing gang activity. And what does that tell me? It actually tells me that two counties were lying. <laughs> we know that there are gangs and, and communities all over the state. Now, look, it may just be a neighborhood gang. Could be a hybrid gang, could be affiliated with a national gang. But the point is this: gangs are go- violent criminals are terrorizing certain communities in our state. And who are the communities that are most often terrorized by gangs? Lower income, racially diverse, and immigrant populations. Georgia's constitution says it's the paramount duty of government to protect person and property. Therefore, I think. All Georgians deserve to be safe, and that's why this gang unit, working with federal, state, and local law enforcement to keep communities safe around the state, is of paramount importance. And i got to thank the governor and the legislature for giving us the resources to do what we're doing. All right, let's talk about Anthens for a minute, State Attorney General Chris Carr. I should have this, this, this in front of me. I'm working from memory here, so if I foul this up, correct me. But something like 50 indictments secured so far, sought and secured by this, this gang prosecution unit, 50 or so, and I think it's 11 of those in Anthens? Tim, that's right. And I'll tell you, one of the things that I had heard as we were building this unit, and I know I went to UGA twice, undergrad and law school. I've got friends in Athens. I kept hearing about the, the problem in Athens, and I kept hearing that nothing was, was being done about it from a prosecution perspective. And so when I, we put this unit together, we, we talked about the state can come in and make a difference when gangs are operating across different county lines, different jurisdictions, working in the corrections department, but also Tim, we've seen there's a national trend, uh, particularly with the DAs on the left, to not enforce the laws they don't like. And that includes uh, gang statutes and, and, and prosecuting gangs. Georgia's got one of the toughest gang statutes in the nation, which puts to it, basically it's a RICO, it's a conspiracy, mm-hmm. where you can go after me- different members and dismantle the gang. Well, we need to be doing that. And again, when you see that the communities that are being terrorized, lower income, racially diverse, and immigrant populations, I kept hearing about Athens. And so we've made a priority because, again, if if the DA hasn't been willing to do it, and unfortunately for y'all in Athens, the DA hasn't been willing to do gang cases. Uh, You know, I understand she's gone to the commission. She's asking now for a gang prosecutor, investigator, victim uh, uh, analyst and, and, and advocate, and, and I, I think that's a step in the right direction. But again, we are willing to step in. We've shown we're willing to step in, and we've done it, and we'll continue to do it. That being said, though, Tim, we can't focus only on Athens. We're a statewide unit with limited resources as well. 
But again, the people of Athens deserve to be safe just like anybody else in the state. Again, State Attorney General Chris Carr with us. Uh, a year into this now, and we talk about indictments, 50 or so of them. Any of these cases prosecuted yet? And if so, uh, what were the outcomes? Yeah, no, so so we are just, it's actually only six months. We just started last July, so we've indicted them. We're going to be going to trial. But what I'm proud of, though, Tim, is, is two things. One, the partnerships that we've had, again, with federal, state, and local law enforcement. And I want to commend, you know, again, 11 of the 50 have come from Athens. You know, I want to commend the partnerships that we've had with Athens PD and UGA PD because, again, of those 11 indictments, there have been touches, obviously, in the community, but also with UGA as, as well. And so those law enforcement officers have been doing the job that they can to work with us. But we're seeing that around the state. We really are. Well, you must uh, be hearing, officers. too, and, and working with, for example, Athens, Clark County Police and any other communities where this may be happening, the frustration on the part of police. We arrest them. We do our job. We get them off the streets. We're not the ones putting them back out on the streets. That's, and, and frustration is at the low level, and, and oftentimes you talk to them and it infuriates them. It infuriates me, too, because, again, Tim, the jo- look, if you're in the executive branch, if you're in the judicial branch, if you're in the job that we have as prosecutors, it's our job to enforce the law. If you don't like the law, then you're in the wrong branch. You go to the legislative branch and you try to change the law. But this is what happens when you have folks that don't do their job, that don't do the duty that's been entrusted to them by the people that elected them, particularly as it relates to crime. And again, I'm going to go back to it. I sound like a broken record. And who are the ones that are the communities that are most often impacted by this? Not just quality of life. It can be a matter of life and death. And I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you, Tim, one of the most satisfying things that, that has happened to me as attorney general, we were out on the campaign trail. In West Georgia, and I'll be very brief, a young woman, mid-20s, comes up to me and said, who was actually a member of the media, but said, look, I don't want to ask you a question. I want to make a statement. My family is from Athens. My grandparents, my parents, I'm from there. And until you indicted those gang members, we literally didn't think anybody cared anymore. And Tim, she burst into tears. Mm. She couldn't stop crying. And I'm going to say this. It just so happened she happened to be African-American. She told me that because she said, look, again, until you were willing to do what you did, we didn't think anybody cared anymore. That goes beyond quality of life. It is a very human need to want to be safe. And as I said, it's our constitutional obligation to keep people safe and secure. I want to shift gears quickly. Uh, State Attorney General Chris Carr, another few minutes here. Uh, situation unfolding uh, closer to you in Atlanta. This the Atlanta Police Training Center under development, uh, some acreage in DeKalb County. Uh, some criticism of it, some protests, some legitimate, some obviously far less than legitimate in recent days, some that have turned violent. Uh, you got basically folks who are now being charged with domestic terrorism. Uh, some of the protest tactics they have resorted to uh, came to a head uh, a couple of days ago with a Georgia State trooper still in the hospital. I just underwent some more surgery, expected to pull through now, thankfully. Uh, a suspect who did not was shot and killed uh, by other law enforcement over there. And these terrorists, and I'm going to use that word, are promising more of this. What in the world are you folks going to do? Well, this is going on for too long, Tim. This is unacceptable, what's going on at that property in DeKalb County. And uh, the state has had to step in to try to provide support, and our office is leading the prosecution. In fact, I was out there on Wednesday with our chief prosecutor and the head of our gang unit to support the law enforcement members of the state as well as local that were out there 
uh, doing their jobs. You know, I, I go back to, you know, I've said it from the beginning, said it during 2020, I'll say it now. Peaceful protesters use words. Peaceful protesters use words. Rioters use violence. The first is protected by the Constitution. The second is a crime. I'll defend a peaceful protester, but we're going after those that are using weapons, that are using knives, that are using uh, spears and AR-15s. That's not peaceful protest. That, and we've charged 14 individuals already with domestic terrorism. And I'll tell you, if you are somebody that has aided, abetted, embedded, or supported these groups, and I'll tell you another thing, Tim, every single person that's been the, of those 14 that's been charged is from out of state. And the message I must send is you cannot, you will not come to the state of Georgia and do this. The other thing, too, and you mentioned gangs and people bringing gangs uh, statutes to bear here quickly, uh, that, that you know, we think of gangs stereotypically. We think of minorities mostly, largely. Uh, everybody implicated in this, I'm seeing, it is some, some white kid uh, from, as you say, out of state here. I mean, if we're going to look at everything through a racial prism, uh, if you're going to talk about gangs, we ain't just talking about the black folks and the Latinos and the Asians. We got white folks mixed up in this kind of nonsense, too. Uh, again, all I care, I look at the actions of the criminal, what acts they they have engaged in. I don't care what they look like, their race, their gender, their, their sexual orientation. I also do pay attention, again, to the communities that are being terrorized by gangs. And again, I mentioned it before, and everybody deserves to be safe. But when you go back, if you talk about, again, look, gangs come in all shapes and sizes, all genders, it doesn't matter. But you know the most violent gang in the state of Georgia is the Ghost Face Gangsters. Mm -hmm. It's a white supremacist gang that started in the Cobb County Jail. So for somebody to suggest that, that you're focusing on just one over the other, no, I don't care. I only care about the actions of an individual. Does it violate the law or not? But by God, everybody is a, a law-abiding citizen Somebody's just trying to live their life and raise their family. Everybody deserves to be safe. I don't care where you are, and that's what we're going to continue to focus on. Uh, quickly, and in closing, uh, in terms of funding, the legislature in session right now, do you have what you need by way of funding? You need more? Well, we're at, we're going to actually ask the legislature for a little bit more money for this gang unit because what you've seen, Tim, is a lot of the evidence that we obtain, is, a lot of it's online, a lot of it's video, so we need to be able to manage that evidence. Tremendous amount of data that that takes. The legislature has been tremendously supportive. The governor has been tremendously supportive. You talked about domestic terrorism. Uh, Senator Bill Cowsert from Athens is, is the one that actually led the charge to allow our office to have jurisdiction over domestic terrorism and, and obviously has talked about, about the training center. And remember that training center, Tim? It's all about training law enforcement officers so they're safer, and a safer officer also leads to safer communities. Oh, it's a win-win. Leave it it's there. mind-boggling to me. State Attorney General Chris Carr up against it. Leave it there. Thanks for your time this morning. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Tim. Great to be with you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.